And now, ladies and gentlemen, the Ann and Bob Show from Knoxville, Tennessee, number 127. Here we go. Good morning. Good morning. We've talked the whole night through. Good morning. Good morning to you. Good morning. Good morning. It's great to stay up late. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, good morning. It is the Ed and Bob Show. That was Ed. I'm Bob. We are glad to be here. 30 minutes or so of uh, our 127th episode. How about that? So all that's coming up. We're looking forward to it. I hope you'll stay with us. Thanks for joining us uh, for the Ed and Bob Show. And Ed, how are you doing, sir? Well, Bob, I'll tell you, so much has happened since our last show. I'm really looking forward to today. we got a lot to talk about. So, Bob, what's going on? with you well here at our house we are basically been trying to stay warm you know i think though we are at the tail end of the cold weather i saw uh, i was looking through my weather app i have that accuweather which is the most accurate as i've told my wife and um I was looking to see when the first day it's going to be in the 70s, and it's April, like April the 3rd. It's going to be 73, so I'm looking forward to that day. Uh, working out a lot here at the house. During this pandemic, I decided to work out a lot, so I've been doing a lot of weights. I've been running every morning, get up and run. Uh, sometimes we, do, we walk a lot, so i um, actually been trying to really stay in shape. Um, and which I guess is a good thing to do when there's pandemic going on. Try to stay healthy and and in shape, and uh, about run out of things to do around the house. Uh, did a lot of them. There's a long list of things that did accomplish during this uh, shut in, and we're approaching. I'm approaching uh, a full year of really being shut in, working from home. Uh, and stuff like that. So I have to look at my calendar and see. We're getting close, though, to I think within another month, we're at uh, 365 days. So, wow. So here we are in February. We're freezing our tails off, uh, but we've got a hot show coming up out there in Brantleyville. How's it going on, Mr. Brantley? Well, things are pretty good down at the Brantley household down on uh, Miller's Landing. Just inside Loudoun County, we went out to eat with uh, some friends the other day. Went to Embuelas in uh, Turkey Creek, had some nice Mexican. There wasn't—I bet there wasn't three tables had people in there though. But that's okay. I stayed away from them. <laughs> That's—I'm still wearing a mask when I go out too. I do go out every day though. I get so sick of sitting at home. I've been making trips for coffee midday, and it's not really coffee. It's—it's. It's, uh, uh, caramel macchiato, and uh, I've, I've started out at, at uh, Starbucks, but they're so darn expensive, so I switched over to Dunkin' Donuts and did that for, for a couple of weeks, and that was okay, but they're getting expensive too, so I don't know what I'm going to do now. I guess I'll go back to Coca-Cola's. I don't want to drink Coca-Cola's in the middle of the day. What was it I used to drink on the air? Dr. Pepper's. That always worked good, So, uh, but things are okay, and uh, thanks for asking. So uh, I'm looking forward to the sunshine and spring just a few days away, and 
we'll get to get this thing going. God, I'll, you know, I'll be looking forward to the day when we don't talk about coronavirus anymore or COVID or any of that crap. Although people are saying it'll be with us for the rest of our lives, but I don't know. But it seems like we talk about it so much. I'll be glad when we don't have to. Everybody gets vaccinated. Uh, let's see. Going uh, looking at the numbers, though, Ed, uh, in the world, uh, 110 million cases, 2.4 million people have died. Uh, in the United States, 27 million cases, 493,000 people have died. You remember when they used to think it would be held to 60,000, 493? Of course, the, again, I'm going to tell you, I'd footnote that, that I don't think that everybody that has died only died of coronavirus. But I think they're put down as coronavirus because it pays 100%. In the state of Tennessee, 10,000 deaths, 748,000 people have had coronavirus. And here in Knox County, uh, area where Ed and I live, 45,000 people have gotten the coronavirus. Um, there's been 557 deaths. Looking at um, other things about the coronavirus and vaccinations and so forth, I know Ed's going to talk about it more in just a little while. He's going to tell you, um, you know, how many, how well the U.S. has uh, done. Um, uh, I'm very impressed with some of these countries, uh, and I know Ed's going to talk about it too. Israel, Israel has vaccinated half of their population, and 32 percent of their population is already fully vaccinated. They are doing the best of any country in the world. Wow! And uh, uh, I will look at that. I noticed this. Somebody told me the other day. Said, "You want to go to Mexico?" Ted Cruz went. Mexico has vaccinated less than 1% of their population. Think about that if you're thinking you're going to catch one of these cheap flights to Cancun. Less than 1% of the people in Mexico have been vaccinated. They don't even show up on these charts where they compare all the countries. That's how few. Uh, Looking across the states, you know, every state got so many doses of uh, coronavirus, and the thing was to get it out. And uh, I know some of this cold weather is causing problem, but the states that are doing it best is Tennessee in there. Let's see. New Mexico, North Dakota, West Virginia, Montana, and Utah. Those are the states that are getting out and getting their population uh, vaccinated. New Mexico has vaccinated 98%. They've got 98% of their vaccinations out. That's the way it is. They've got, of all the doses they got, they got 98% of them done. Tennessee is on the other end, folks. Um, of all the the doses the state of Tennessee has been distributed, they've only gotten 71% of them out to the people. So 30% of those doses are just sitting somewhere. I, I don't even understand that. that. That's nutty to me. The other states aren't doing so well. Kansas, Georgia, Nebraska, New Hampshire, Rhode Island, the state that's doing it the worst, Alabama. <laughs> well, they're not national champions in uh, in uh, vaccinating their population. They may, maybe they're all they're doing is down there is thinking about football. Of all the doses that Alabama has been given, they've only gotten sixty two percent of them out to the people. What the heck? All right. And, of course, I know Ed's going to talk about it, too. Uh, supposedly, Knox County Health Department threw around 1,000 doses of the Pfizer vaccine away. 
thinking that it was dry ice. Wow. You know what? That makes me think um, anything the Knox County Health Department receives, I think I might work on uh, doing a better job on the receiving. That That's just hard to believe. And looking at the numbers in Knox County, uh, they say they vaccinated 77,000, which is 11% of the people in Knox County. 11%. Um, and uh, the number of vaccines provided by the health department, 16,000. Uh, let's see. And uh, I have not had a vaccine yet. Uh, I'd love to get one soon, hopefully in the next month or something, to be able to do that. Uh, did finally get my mom one. My mom is 91. We had to take her to Scott County to get a vaccine. And let me say something about the people of Scott County. A lot of people think if you're in outlying county, then it's going to not be as nice as uh, maybe the big city uh, places, if you will. Uh, my mom went up there and got hers, and, and my sister did too, because they couldn't get them in Knox County. <clears throat> so my mom and sister said that is one of the nicest places in Scott County in Huntsville, Tennessee. Clean, nice the people are so pleasant. Uh, it was so professionally run. They were very impressed, and they were so blessed to go up there, and they were treated so kindly that God bless you people in Huntsville, Tennessee, and Scott County for doing it right and being so efficient. You're really getting people vaccinated, and thanks for taking care of my mom and my sister. So, Thank you very much. It's a, and I also did um, my son-in-law's in medical profession. And he had to go up there to Scott County. I'm telling you, Scott County is doing it right, folks. So may, if you need a, a, a dose, then call Scott County and see if you can get on their list. So, uh, Ed, what do you think about all these numbers? Well, Bob, here's my thoughts on the latest coronavirus numbers. I, You know, Knox County is not in a desperate situation, uh, so... That's all right. You know, we've had quite a few deaths, but I don't know how many deaths we would normally have anyway. But nursing home-wise, we're not as bad as New York. But uh, there's a lot of cases in Tennessee, and there's a lot of cases in the United States, 27 million. But the uh, uh, I don't think we're as bad here. I, the, you know, my disappointment is, is there's not there's not any place you can go to get it. You know, the, the, somebody will come out and they'll say, okay, uh, UT Medical Center is going to start vaccinating by appointment only. So by the time you get to a telephone, they're all booked. So what good does it do? It just doesn't do any good. And I understand some people are driving their loved ones to other counties to get vaccinated. And I understand that because that's a problem. Knox County is just not getting enough vaccine. That's for sure. The U.S. has done the most vaccinations at 57.7 million, but country-wise, Israel has vaccinated 49% of their population. Of course, it's a small country. Uh, in U.K. is 24%, U.S. 12%, 5% of U.S. is fully vaccinated. So uh, you want to take a trip to Mexico? They vaccinated less than 1%. No, thank you. Don't want to go there. And here's the states that are doing the best. New Mexico is doing the best, as Bob was talking about. And of course, they've got the, they've got the National Guard delivering that stuff. And they've obviously got a lot to 
to do, and I don't, I don't understand how that happens. So West Virginia's got the National Guard doing it, and some of these states that don't have bigger populations. Tennessee's one of the worst states with forty-four, number forty-four on the list, and uh, it, 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 seventy-one percent. Okay, Kansas, Georgia, Georgia's bad, but you know, in Knox County, the county lost a thousand doses of the Pfizer. Vaccine. I don't think they lost it. I don't think they never had it. I think it's a bookkeeping error is what I think it is. And they do all the investigating they want to because I can't imagine. What would you, what would you do with it if you lost it? I mean, it's only good for so long. I think it's just I think they didn't know they had it. And uh, they, it's just a bookkeeping error somewhere. I don't think they threw it away. I hope not anyway. But uh, our numbers are pretty good. Total vaccinations reported in Knox County, 77,000. Number of Knox County residents, 52,000 above that. First doses, 10,000. Now, I did not get a dose from the Knox County Health Department. See, I don't think that's a good idea. The health department is on Dameron Avenue. Do you know where Dameron Avenue is? No. Nobody does. It's over there off of North Central. So, you know, if, if, you, if you could get the doses at some place where they could get them, it would be different. I got my first dose at a drugstore on Hard Valley Road. And, and there are lots of other people that are getting their first dose. And that's the way to do it. You got to go someplace that's, that people know where it is, not a hospital, and doctor's offices don't have them. So it, I think that makes a difference. Well, Bob, there's lots to cover. So in politics, you want to go? Well, politics, um, is it just me or has politics uh, gotten more attention since social media came around? It seems like it didn't get as much before. Maybe maybe it's just me or maybe people love to talk about it and twist it and <clears throat> make a game out of it or something. But it just seems like politics is bigger than it ever was before. Well, what's going on in politics since our last show? Trump was not convicted on his second impeachment. Nobody thought he would be. Um, p- impeachments, folks, historically, since the beginning of the U.S. Uh, ha- <clears throat> Constitution, impeachments have always gone party lines, and, and that's just about the way it goes. Um, and-, and that's what happened. Um, and-, and-, and these impeachment impeachments, these ethic committees uh, – there's a lot of people now that are twisting what was originally uh, uh, put together to prevent um, the misuse of government into political vendettas. And there's something really sick with that. And so it's become a political vendetta or a campaign trick to use impeachments or other things that uh, a lot of these states and uh, counties use. So uh, it's very sad. Trump running again. Uh, Ed, I don't know what your thoughts are on this. I um, I don't think he will personally, uh, but I think he'll be a huge influence. He's not going away. He enjoys it too much. I did see where Ted Cruz went to Mexico. I think his wife talked him into it and said, yeah, let's go down to Mexico. The only problem was she was trying to get the entire neighborhood to go. Um, is that good or bad that Ted Cruz went to Mexico? I guess, if you're, you know, if you're elected official, you need to stay with the people that elected you. When the times are good and when times are bad. So uh, there's plenty of times he can go to Mexico, but when Texas is going through the hell they're going through right now, not a good time to go. Bad choice. Send your family. Let them go. 
but you stay there and you help out your state and the people that elected you. Uh, I'm wondering where all these uh, stimulus checks are, Ed. You know, here's something else that's become a political football, these stimulus checks. The people of the United States need help during this pandemic. And Congress, all they do is argue about crap and try to tie little pet projects to every bill on coronavirus relief. I swear we need we need term limits in Congress. We need to get rid of some of these people who have been there for 30 years. They've become so powerful, everybody's afraid of them. If we do not get term limits in Congress, I don't think anything will ever change. And it's I'm sick of it. I'm completely sick of it. I was so glad to see our my uh, representative Tim Burchett to uh, sign on to have term limits in Congress. Now I did not agree with what they proposed. They proposed two uh, terms for senators, which would be twelve years, and only two terms for House uh, House representative. That'd be only four years. I don't agree with that. I think a House representative could be six, whatever is equal to um, a senator. Uh, but anyway, I was glad to see he was supporting term limits, uh, and we need everybody on board with that and change that, put that in the Constitution. If a president can only be in there for two terms, and by golly, it's good enough for senators and uh, and House representatives as well. How about New York's uh, Governor Cuomo? This guy, did he really understate nursing home deaths by 50%? If he did, he should be thrown out of office. That is disgusting. It is, just, I mean, just, just disgusting. They say he didn't want federal scrutiny. Well, I bet, I guess you didn't. But you know, whatever it is is whatever it is, and you do the best you can. You can't, uh, you can't. Cheat the facts. All right, so I got my blood pressure going here. Ed, what's your thought on politics? Well, you're right. Trump was not convicted on his second impeachment. He was impeached, but he was not convicted. There's a difference there, you know, with the, with the trial. Uh, and <laughs> will Trump run again? You damn right he will. He can't stay on the public. He'll either do that or buy it. Let's see. I was thinking the other day. What would Trump do if I were him and had the money that he says he has? I think I'd start another political party. I really would, the Trump party. And, uh, you know, just go out there and get it. Go get it. So uh, just start another party. I think it's about time we had another good political party in this country anyway. So uh, I think he'll either do that or run or he he won't stay on the sidelines. Can't do it. Ted Cruz goes to Mexico and has, when his home state, Texas, is snowbound in emergency status. He gets his family, goes down to the Houston airport, asks a Houston police officer to help escort him through the airport. Wearing, he's wearing a Texas mask over his face. Everybody knows who he is. He's saying hi, shaking hands with everybody, and he's getting on a plane to Mexico. How stupid is that? You need to hide if you're going to do that thing, Ted. You can't go out there in the public and say, I'm going to Mexico or going to Cancun where you folks are here freezing to death. That doesn't make any sense. Are you crazy? Well, so he was going to stay till the weekend, and he came back three days early to to help his state, I'm sure. I think Ted Cruz must have some kind of wife, without a doubt, because I think this was mostly her and the children's idea, 
and they got him into this. But, man, what a terrible mistake he made. Oh, the stimulus checks, you think they'll come out to $1,600? I don't think we'll ever see the $1,600 check, to be honest with you. Uh, I think the pandemic will be winding down and be over with before those checks come out. So it uh, most, you know, I think a lot of people are hoping the check comes out, but I'm not sure it is. Now, the New York governor, bless his heart, I know it. Isn't it awful what he's having to go through? Indications are that he misreported nursing home deaths in New York by 50% to avoid federal authorities. And his staff was had to be part of that. But his cutthroat tactics, already the stuff of legend in Albany's halls of power, they've been in full display as a Democratic governor faces his biggest fire show in years. You know, his son can't his son works for CNN, right? Or his is it his is it his son? No, I don't think it's his son. Anyway, he's got a family member that works for him. And uh, he can't interview him. They won't let him. So, uh, you know, they're keeping that quiet for sure. Well, it's going to be something to see how they handle this because uh, Democrats are, of course, running the government now and the lawmakers. And it's it's going to be uh, uh, interesting to see how they hold him down. And and, and I, th- I think there's going to be a lot of lawsuits. I mean, I see a lot of news items from people saying, my mother died. She didn't have to die. My father died. He didn't have to die. Because of the governor, what they did, they shut him down. So I think that's where the big fire show is going to be. It's not going to be politically. It's going to be uh, all of that. Well, the Super Bowl's over. <sighs> Baseball's coming soon. UT basketball, up and down, up and down. What's the latest in sports, Bob? Hey, what I say, Ed, batter up. Take me out to the ball game. Take me out to the game. I don't know the words. Take me out to the ballpark. Maybe that's it. But I'm ready for baseball. UT baseball cranks up here. Uh, I think they already did yesterday. Uh, and I saw where the Tennessee Smokies are going to start playing. Um, that will maybe take your attention away from UT football under investigation. Yeah, I saw something the other day. I said, should UT... Uh, self-impose bowl restrictions for them next year and not let them go to a bowl. And I kind of chuckled because what's the odds of them even going to a bowl next year, being under all this investigation and recruits dropping like flies? Uh, I just I don't think it's very likely anyway. So, yeah, you might do that uh, knowing you're not going to go anyway. If you did went, go to a bowl, it would be some lower-tier bowl anyway. <clears throat> but round ball is not too bad. Uh, Rick Barnes, you know, their team has been up and down. They, they, they'll beat teams like when they beat Kansas and they beat Kentucky and Rupp Arena, and then they fall apart against some other teams and you're scratching your head like Louisiana State. I, I don't know. Uh, but if they get all of their ball – I tell you what, if they get all of their ball players – playing great at the same time because it seems like only one steps up at each game that they win. If all three of those big scorers and the two big men could all get together in one game, they'll beat anybody. So uh, I, I, uh, I hope they do well in the SEC tournament. They don't, they have not announced how many people will be able to allowed in the uh, Bridgestone arena yet to go to the SEC tournament. And then hopefully, uh, I'm sure they'll be in the NCAA, but the goal now is Sweet 16. I remember back in the not too recent past where we were just on the always on the bubble or hoping we'd get in the NCAA, and, and now that's a given. So uh, that, that's kind of good. 
Uh, so excited to see that. Uh, Ed, uh, you got some sports news. What do you think about all this stuff? Well, UT Sports is in fine shape, aren't they? It's, I've quit watching it, actually, because not much is happening. You know, normally this time of year they're talking about new recruits and the things that they're doing, but uh, football, to me, just doesn't have any meaning anymore. It, I've had so many coaches, so much has been said, and so much is done, and we've had such miserable seasons. I'm not interested in it, really, to tell you the truth. But uh, baseball's coming up soon. UT basketball is up and down. What's the latest? Well, I think uh, UT basketball is kind of a disappointment to me. It started out great this year. They're in the top ten and in the nation and just going strong, beating everybody. I think they won six or seven in a row, and now now they can hardly beat themselves. It's just it, it, it something's wrong there. I don't know what it is. I don't know if it's a mixture of the players on the court or what, or everybody else is getting better. But I hope they can get into the tournament, uh, make it to the Sweet 16 at least. And baseball is coming up, so uh, UT baseball will be good. Smokies baseball, I got a phone call from the Smokies just the other day. Said, well, Mr. Brantley, are you ready for your tickets? And I said, yes, I am. So we'll uh, maybe see you out the ballpark. How about that? All right. So, uh, Bob, what else is going on in the world? Well, there is uh, some other news going on. Yeah, this huge winter storm. They say it's affecting over 60 million people across the country. Uh, And Texas has been hit so hard. And that's a place most people think of as being hot and and, uh, almost a desert. But, uh, boy, they've been frigid down through there. And uh, God bless them, without power. And I've seen so many pictures of what's going on in Texas uh, just unbelievable. Um, hopefully, um, you know, they'll get, I understand, starting to warm up now. They can get power back and start getting all these bust, uh, busted pipes and stuff fixed and start putting things back together. But they still need, I understand, they still need water. They're under a boil uh, order where they get to boil all their water. Mm. Wow. And 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 all this in, in the United States, can't we send enough water to Texas to help take care of that? Aren't we prepared to do that? Isn't it what FEMA is about? Let's get on it. Well, the uh, riots up in the Capitol, I saw where six Capitol police officers have been suspended with pay and another 29 under investigation following the, the riot last month. Uh, the spokesman for the Capitol Police said the agency's Office of Professional Responsibility is looking to the actions of those officers. I don't know. I'm not sure what that's about. Did they run and hide? Did they uh, did they go along with the rioters? Or I don't understand what's going on, but I guess we'll see more. Here in the state of Tennessee, talking about that cold weather, uh, water issues have plagued Memphis. Uh, they're also under a boil water notice. For 257,000 customers, about a million people live in the Memphis area, has um, caused so many water mains broke free with all the freezing temperatures. And they say when the water pressure is low that you have more, more chance for mold and mildew to form inside pipes, which can make you sick. Uh, also, uh, it's caused problems for FedEx because um, they were moving a lot of the... Um, the uh, vaccinations around the country, and a lot of the vaccinations uh, will uh, expire if they don't get them moving. So a lot of serious stuff there. 
Uh, let's see what else uh, we got to talk about, Ed. Uh, other things in the news. Uh, I tell, you, I will tell you something about. You know, uh, I think when people are shut in like this, we've talked about it over the past month or so about shows you can watch. We've been watching Alias, which there's 105 shows, and it's kind of a fun show to watch. I think it was out, gosh, it was was probably 20 years old or something, the show, or maybe 15 at least. Uh, But a good show, and... um, that's all I got, really, on news, Ed. What, what do you got on uh, other news things in the world? Well, this this monster winter storm, it's affecting 60 million people. It's probably the worst I've seen, and I've seen a lot of snow in my 74 years, but not nothing like this. I mean, this it's is just awful. And, and what else is just awful is that power grid in Texas. And, you know, the same, they lost that grid, lost electricity about a decade ago, about 10 years ago with another storm. And they said they, they, they said they were going to fix it. The government told them to fix it and they didn't fix it. This is the only utility that is not regulated by the federal government. The one in Texas. I forgot the name of it. It's like four letters or something. But it, it's it's not regulated. So they're doing what they want to do. And uh, I think that'll change. Surely they'll do something with it now. But a lot of people die there for no reason. Uh, and that deadly riot, uh, you know, I don't know that the police officers should be suspended or fired uh, because of that deadly riot. I think, <laughs> I do think some people ought to go to jail maybe. That guy with the horns and the, oh, I don't want to talk about it. I, that's past history. Let's go on to something else. So Memphis has got problems with water and the COVID vaccinations. Well, to me, Memphis is just like another part of the world. It is in the state of Tennessee, but you, I couldn't prove it. I mean, it's like 400, 500 miles away. It's easier to get to Cincinnati, Ohio, or Atlanta, or a lot of other places instead of getting to Memphis. It's it's not like it's in the in the state of Tennessee to me. So uh, here's some other news for you. Uh, former Sheriff J.J. Jones has said he's going to run for re-election in 2022. Rumor has it, too, that Bob Thomas is going to run for something in 2022, and I hope he does because I'll be right there to support him 120%. And, uh, you know, it's uh, I think it'll be good, right? A shows to watch. I, we've been watching um, on Netflix. This is a good show. Uh, it's called, uh, <laughs> come on, Ed, what's the name of it? Uh, Ripper Street, right? Yeah, Ripper Street, and it's it's an old London. It's in London, and it's a police department show. And if you if you can get it up on, you look at it. I mean, it's really a good show. It really is. It, it shows everything there, and it's got it's got a good plot. It's not just the same old crap. So anyway, try it out, Ripper Street, and uh, I'll tell you what. I'll see you later, okay? Bob, thank you. Thanks, Ed. Love you, brother. We will get together again here very soon for our next episode of the Ed and Bob Show. How about Ed? Jumped out there on uh, all sorts of news. As far as whether or not I'm going to run for office again, um, we'll find out here in the coming uh, month or two or so. Uh, also, I did. Uh, Ed, you mentioned J.J. Jones going to run for sheriff. Uh, I, I I just I don't see how Tom Spangler's done such a great job in Knox County Sheriff. I don't I don't know that um, that'll work out. But uh, anyway, I, I always do think this though. I would like to see fifteen people run for every office, and the reason is I want everybody to feel like they have a choice. And 
You know, there's a lot of political parties that try to scare people off from even thinking about running for office, and I don't like that. And I think everyone should be encouraged to run for office. It'll give you a new perspective on your community. Um, hey, certainly on uh, who's your friends and who your uh, are not your friends. <laughs> and uh, but I, I would encourage everybody that feels like they like to uh, uh, they're they're a public servant to run for office. Don't be afraid of that, and don't listen to everybody trying to tell you not to. So uh, enough said about that. Um, we really appreciate you listening to the Ed and Bob Show. Um, here's how you can contact us. Our email is the easiest way, edandbob at yahoo.com. We have a website, uh, edandbob.com. <clears throat> and uh, we also have a Facebook page. You can comment there. Just uh, search Ed and Bob. We are on Twitter. We'd love to have you follow us. Ed's is at Ed Brantley. Mine is at Bob Thomas K-N-O-X. And we also have at Ed and Bob, uh, K-N-O-X. And then we are also on uh, Instagram as well. So, but uh, be sure and follow us. If you don't mind, pass that along. Be sure and share our show with others. And make sure you help our grow our database and the people that listen. And actually, we've been very fortunate in the past few months. It's, the show has grown significantly, and we certainly appreciate that. People listening all over the place, not just in East Tennessee, but also in other countries. Uh, but it's a it's a, a lot of fun. We enjoy it. We glad you're, we are glad you're a part of it. Well, this coronavirus still has a lot of people that are shut in. Although the older people, the elderly, are we're trying to get them their shots, but until uh, they're fully vaccinated and can't get out and do things, be sure you touch base with those that are so sick or elderly or shut in. Uh, touch base with them, call them, go by and see them, talk to them on their front porch, or you know, email them or send them a letter, send them a card. Uh, but let's not forget about those, and don't worry about feeling depressed during this um, terrible pandemic, okay? So we thank you all so much for listening, and Dean Martin's going to get us out of here. How lucky can one guy be? I kissed her and she kissed me Like the fella once said Ain't that a kick in the head The room was completely black I hugged her and she hugged back Like the sailor said, folk Ain't that a hole in the boat My head keeps spinning I go to sleep and keep If this is just a big